Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's so much more interesting for the listener. Stick around. We've got lots of stuff on our plate tonight. Uh, Before I give you kind of a preview of some of the topics we're going to discuss tonight, I I just want to remind you, you know, everyone typically listens uh, either on AM 1120 with those uh, 50,000 red hot watts or more often than not anymore, it's uh, downloading the app from odyssey.com or listening live at camox.com. And don't forget, you can also listen on FM 98.7. That's where I listen when I'm driving around in my car or even when I get to my office. I listen on 98.7. Sounds great. Crystal clear. And uh, so don't forget, you can check us out on lots of different platforms here on Camo X. Also, if you want to email me at any time, I'm on just about every Wednesday evening now on At Your Service. I get lots of emails from listeners. I always respond every time. My email address for my law firm, it's bjung, B-Y-O-U-N-G, at harrisdowell.com, H-A-R-R-I-S as in Sam, D as in David, O-W-E-L-L. And the great thing, again, I'm going to respond to your questions and, you know, I'm not even going to charge you. I mean, <laughs> when I come, I'm usually charging people in my in my law office when I send out emails. But for X listeners, free of charge. Happy to help. Hey, uh, you heard Alex Degman uh, just a few minutes ago talking about uh, the Rams. The Rams uh, lost in court today again. I think their record now in court is 0-10. I think last time I checked, it's zero and ten for the Rams, ten and zero for St. Louis. And if you think about it, when it comes to court appearances and court hearings, I think the Rams lose more often than Terry McAuliffe. Uh, and because uh, they have, they've lost more than Terry McAuliffe, and that's saying a lot right now. And uh, speaking of Terry McAuliffe, I don't know if you heard, we had this election yesterday. You know, it's gotten hardly any news. Uh, I don't know if you even heard about it, but of course you have. And uh, we had the election in Virginia, 
And we also had the uh, gubernatorial race in New Jersey. And I'm betting right now, we we can be heard in New Jersey. I know X can be picked up AM in New Jersey and, of course, globally at odyssey.com. But uh, I bet right now, and if anybody's in New Jersey, you can certainly call. Feel free to give us a call and fill us in, 314-436-7900. But my guess is, is that the highways going into New Jersey have been packed today with moving vans you know, full of those emergency Democrat votes that they had to, they got to pull them out of the vault, out of the vote vault, whenever the elections are close. So I'm just, I'm just seeing, you know, in my mind, I'm just seeing highways full of moving vans uh, with boxes that say emergency Democrat votes. So uh, hopefully somebody got some cell phone uh, video of that, but uh, I'm not going to spend a lot of time tonight on the election. We've, that's been covered Uh, ad nauseum by the mainstream media. I won't get into that a lot tonight. We're going to even have a lot of non-political topics for this evening. We're going to have uh, legal issues, lots of things going on at the Supreme Court. I'll be breaking that down for you as the evening unfolds. We're going to be talking about military technology and the and the weapons race that we're in right now with China. We're going to be talking about financial issues, lots of things here on At Your Service. But I just want to mention the three takeaways that I came up with from yesterday's election, both in Virginia and in New Jersey. And the, the first takeaway I think that's inevitable in terms of a conclusion is that this was a rebuke of for Biden and his progressive policies. Uh, that's part of the reason why uh, the, his approval ratings are as low as, as they are, uh, because Congress can't get anything done because of the progressives. Biden has, by and large, uh, endorsed and supported those policies. That's what's caused the pushback from Manchin and Cinema, And so we were getting a rebuke of that. And uh, I thought it was interesting that Cori Bush today had a completely different take on it, as you would expect her to have, uh, as did other members of the squad. But I think we did see a rebuke. Uh, if you look at the polling data coming out of Virginia, 54 percent of uh, voters in Virginia disapproved of President Biden and his policies. So uh, that's a very strong indictment on not even the first year, the first uh, uh, nine or 10 months of the Biden administration. Uh, Because uh, think about it, in just uh, a year ago, Biden won Virginia by 10 points. He won New Jersey by 16 points. Uh, And now he's underwater in both states. So uh, it is a rebuke of Biden. Secondly, I think, and I think more importantly, is we're seeing a new template for Republican victories. If you look at both Citarelli in New Jersey and if you look at Youngkin in Virginia, both candidates refused to go full court Trump. They didn't campaign with Trump. They didn't have Trump in the campaign for them. And so they prove that you can win on conservative ideals and principles without getting bogged down in Trumpism. And so they proved that that can happen, even though Citarelli uh, now has lost. He was 16 points down. He was 10 points down days ago. And then he comes within uh, a few thousand votes of being the next governor of New Jersey. So you don't have to have Trump to win as a Republican today. And uh, and that is one of the truisms that we're seeing now from this election. The third and final thing is that culture wars continue to be a hot topic. We've seen culture wars on both sides of the political aisle over the last few years. 
And as we saw in the Virginia, particularly in the Virginia election, culture wars drive the vote. It gets people out, whether it's the right or the left. It sparks interest and passion about voting. So you can expect going into the election next year that we're going to continue to see these culture war issues, these wedge issues, gain more and more prominence because it drives the base to the polls. Hey, when we come back from this break, uh, one of the things I'm going to dive into is we're going to talk to Tyler Rogaway. He's with thewarzone.com. He's a military tech specialist, and we're going to talk about this uh, new Chinese nuclear hypersonic missile called a fractional orbital bombardment system. That's a mouthful, but Tyler Rogaway is going to break it down for us next here on At Your Service on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOA. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary of a secret Chinese missile that, at least according to published reports, shocked U.S. military intelligence because, frankly, it demonstrated a technology that not even the U.S. currently possesses in terms of an active program. So to give us all the details, we're joined by Tyler Rogaway. He's the editor of thewarzone.com, something that I read every single day. Hey, Tyler, welcome back to KMOX. Hey, great to be with you. Thanks for uh, making time for us this evening. Uh, sure. You, you reported at thewarzone.com that China has tested something called, and it's a mouthful, it's a fractional orbital bombardment system. What is that? What does that mean? Yeah, it sounds a little bit more sinister than, than it probably is. Um, 
it takes the concept of the Soviet Union developed in the 1960s. And what, what it is is instead of an, an intercontinental ballistic missile um, going up on a very steep trajectory in a predictable, a predictable trajectory and then hitting, hitting the ground, you know, thousands of miles away, uh, what this does, this particular version of that, is it, it flies the missile at a much shallower trajectory, not so high up. And it can go farther by doing that, and it can fly under the shade zone of our ground-based radars. So we're not able to track them as well. Now, this system that the Soviet Union built, it really wasn't an operational concern. It was never a large capacity. What China has done is they've taken kind of the front part of that system, that concept, and instead of delivering a nuclear warhead, um, on a missile at a, at a shallower trajectory where it can go and basically suborbital can stay up there. And even there's some, there's some of these concepts that even put the weapons through multiple orbits, but it's, that's not fractional. That's an actual or, orbital system. What China did is instead of it being a ballistic, a traditional ballistic missile that flies at a unique trajectory, it uses a boost glide vehicle, a hypersonic boost by glide vehicle, on its tip where instead of a warhead. So what does that mean? That means that the missile launches like an ICBM, it flies at a more shallow trajectory, and re-entry is totally unpredictable because instead of releasing a warhead, it releases a aerodynamic vehicle that can fly for thousands of miles and can make changes like you know tra trajectory and route changes almost like an airplane. So you have a vehicle maneuvering over long distances at extreme speed through the atmosphere. Bottom line is that a missile that's fired in one direction that would kind of have a window of probability where it would hit, it becomes totally unpredictable with one of these systems. So, and it, that means that they can attack from the South Pole, um, which would be where none of our early warning systems are looking and where our defenses are not even prepared to deal with. Yeah, so we have uh, uh, the U.S. Air Force operates uh, a missile defense systems in California and even up in, in Alaska, and those are all mainly focused on anticipating ICBMs that might come from Russia or from uh, North Korea. Uh, but this system that China has apparently tested it really bypasses all of those defenses by allowing them to strike from any direction. Is that a fair assessment? <laughs> That's true, and also just having a vehicle within the atmosphere that can travel for potentially thousands of miles, where those interceptors are not made to intercept that. Um, they're made to intercept either the terminal stage of a ballistic missile attack, uh, where the warhead's coming in, or sort of the mid-course stage. And, and there might be an opportunity still to, to intercept these in the mid-course stage, but they won't be fired on a normal polar trajectory, because they have that ability to fly for long distance in the atmosphere. Now, listen, this isn't a Sputnik moment for me, like everybody says. It's not. This is a, a new technology that they're working on. It has some larger implications. But what it is, is it's a huge indicator of how advanced China is becoming in all respects when it comes to military capabilities. Yeah, I know that General Milley just last week called this, he literally used the term a Sputnik moment, uh, but, but you see it differently. and I do. And th this is this this is a technology. Didn't we try to develop a similar technology in the in the nineteen sixties uh, with we, the, yeah. with the Boeing X twenty dinosaur? I mean, that was a concept that was similar 
to what China just tested it, wasn't it? Yeah, very vaguely. Very vaguely. That was um, bordering more on a space plane type of concept. This this pairs the the um, China's work in hypersonics, which are arguably ahead of us in some ways, with their increasing ballistic missile capability. Um, it's it's a little bit different. And once again, these were test flights. These were two test flights, a long ways away from an operational capability, but but it does matter because it shows they're, that they're leapfrogging us in certain ways. And we're no longer having the discussion on calls like this, quite frankly, about them reaching parity with us. We're talking about us trying to catch up with them in certain aspects. And we really never – that's been a very rare conversation yes. in the past. And 10 years ago, it wasn't a conversation at all. So what does it look like in five years? And that's the concern. We're talking to Tyler Rogaway. He's the editor of thewarzone.com. And listen, I read that every single day. Uh, I'm, I'm a junkie on that site because it's your, you, what you write is so informative and you break so many stories. And so, and I know a lot of folks here in the St. Louis area, particularly people who work with or for Boeing, are always very interested in how you cover military technology. Now, according to uh, reports that I've read, th- this test was at least reportedly a complete surprise to the U.S. military. Do you think that the, uh, the, that the Pentagon knew that China was ready to exhibit this level of technology? From what we can tell, no, but it shouldn't be a surprise. China has shut down a lot of our espionage networks in-country. We know that. That's a, that's a commonly known thing now. Um, and there's a lot of opaqueness of what they're up to and when they're, they're going to be doing different tests and different concepts. They're working on so many things, at least we think they are, whether it's in the public domain or even in the private realm. We know there's so many programs that kind of separating what's real and what isn't and where those programs are in the developmental state is very challenging. But what we've seen is is the, the, the constant underestimation of China by the U.S. intel community going back especially 10 years ago um, when they rolled out their first fighter that you know, the, they thought was impossible. This chronic underestimation is still going on today. We just got the report from the DOD about China's rise today from the DOD. And it says that the estimation just a year ago of them building 400 nuclear warheads is now 1,000 nuclear warheads. So we need to change the way we look at this and the way we, we, the way we look at how China can turn things that maybe we have very hard uh, time uh, making happen and, and coming to fruition. Maybe they have an easier way of doing it, and um, it's going to be a very challenging strategic scenario for us going into the next decade, or later into this decade, I should say, yet alone the next one. Yeah, and you mentioned, again, we're talking to Tyler Rogaway from the War Zone, and you mentioned talking about this this orbital bombardment system that China has tested, uh, that uh, that it's launched on a hypersonic, uh, through a hypersonic missile. And that's obviously the hottest topic in military hardware circles. And, and, uh, and obviously that's an example of China. Russia has their own examples of hypersonic missiles that they're testing. And the U.S. is kind of playing catch up. But you've, you've been reporting recently that the U.S. could start fielding hypersonic missiles launched from B-52 bombers as soon as next year. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, they're having some troubles. You know, our failures are publicized and the other guys aren't. So, you know, it's hard to, it looks very contrasting. But 
Um, like they they have nothing but wins, but we have nothing but failures. It's not reality. Um, trust me, they've had many, many failures, and they still do today on all these on all these weapon systems. But we are trying to play catch up, and um, there is a place for hypersonic weapons. But at the same time, they're extremely expensive. You, you're not going to be able to buy just throngs of them, and they're really meant for those targets that will enable you to hit other targets. For instance, going after air defense systems and key radar sites and command and control sites that you need to kill in order for your other aircraft or missiles to be able to safely make it to their targets. So it's still somewhat of a silver bullet technology. I think it's overserved by the media because it's just really cool. It's really fast, and I mean, it's like all the stuff that people are always interested in. The SR-71 Blackbird. You know, there's a reason why everybody loves that aircraft. <laughs> it looks cool and it's super fast. Well, we're talking about hypersonics now as a reality, and um, it's very fascinating. But there's a lot of lower end threats that are arguably just as large that don't get serviced. That, that's an interesting perspective. So. Uh, but talk just for a moment, because, again, people hear hypersonic missiles, and in mm-hmm. case they're just not been reading the war zone like they should be, uh, explain why and what's the sexiness. I know they go really fast, but right. from from a layman's perspective, if you see a, a Tomahawk missile, it looks like it's going really fast. So what is right. it about hypersonic missiles that, that makes this kind of a, a new version of a Cold War or an arms race? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, so there's different types of hypersonic missiles. Some breathe air, like a Tomahawk does. They, they use a, a, some sort of a jet technology, um, and those are pretty hard to do. There's a, you know, they're deep in the atmosphere. Then there's the boost glide vehicles, like this particular um, this uh, fractional bombardment system, what it, what it uses. The boost glide vehicles are probably the most interesting because they're not like a typical cruise missile. Once again, they're launched on a ballistic missile, and it doesn't have to be an ICBM. It can be a smaller, you know, ballistic missile for regional uh, targeting and a, and a less expensive capability that isn't nuclear. Can be, you know, it can be conventional. And what it does is it's moving so fast um, through the atmosphere that there's nothing we have right now to defend against it at all. We, I mean, there's some hopes that certain weapons can be adapted to do that, but. Um, we have there's no defense at all against it, and why it's coming through the atmosphere? It, it's it's once again it's moving so fast that you're, you don't the, the enemy's decision cycle is broken. There's not time to react, to run, to hide. It's sort of once it's coming, you see it. It's it's on top of you, and it maneuvers through the atmosphere. That's what people don't realize. This is not something that's just moving really fast in a straight line. It will porpoise up and down move laterally. So you can't predict, A, where it's going, and it makes trying to kill it with another interceptor or anything, an effector that can down that that threat, very tough. In fact, I think one of the, the folks uh, in, the, in the industry uh, said it best, you need a hypersonic missile to kill a hypersonic missile. Interesting. So you can see how the, the missile defense side of this becomes very complicated. Yeah, I, I've often read about the, whether it's the SM-6 or, or some of the other missiles that we use to uh, to try to intercept intermediary ballistic missiles. It's like hitting a bullet with a bullet. But now right. we've gone up to the next level where we're going to have to have a hypersonic missile to take out a hypersonic missile. Right, and in the atmosphere, not up in, you know, wow. where there's not a lot of air. So it's, it's very challenging. Um, you know, the best way to, to kill one is to kill it before it's launched or to never have it launched at all. You know, peace is always the best option, but um, there's electronic warfare, there's cyber elements to this. There's lots of different ways to affect an enemy's capabilities that don't include another missile, right? So 
I think um, the good news is that the DOD is, is looking at a holistic approach, not just we're going to create another missile to shoot down this thing or, or, or these different types of threats. We're going to create a, a package of tools that we can use to potentially keep an enemy from maybe firing it in the first place. And that's always the best option. Yeah, the, the term that I frequently hear is there's a kill chain, and if we can interrupt that kill chain at any point of the process, uh, then we could certainly spare our own assets from being attacked. That's exactly right. And the distances involved, even for the shorter range you know, systems, hundreds of miles that, have, that travel quite quickly. So it's complex to get that on target and to get it to hit the right target. So it's not as easy as it looks. And hopefully um, we can make some progress in making the potential enemies have a tougher time at just targeting in the first place, right? So there's a, there's a lot going on here, um, but it's one aspect of a much larger troubling scenario that we're facing with China. And um, it's every day there's something new. And it's, it's like I said just this weekend to, to somebody, it's like a snowball rolling down a hill. We're about a third of the way down the hill. <laughs> and you know, at the end of the end of the end of the hill, it's it's going to be a pretty big boulder of snow, and we got to be prepared for that, and we got to be thinking really smart about where we spend our dollars to make sure we can actually uh, continue to be a peer and uh, deter anything that could potentially happen vis-a-vis China. And and your website, thewarzone.com, is is really on the forefront. Like I mentioned, you even break a lot of the stories that come out with regard to emerging technology, and folks can read that at thewarzone.com. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Come join us, and um, every day is different. So hopefully we'll we'll get you good content, and at the same time, maybe we can all learn something. Fabulous. Tiger Rogaway, Tyler Rogaway, thanks so much for joining us this evening. Appreciate your input and your expertise. Anytime. Thanks so much. My pleasure. Hey, when we come back from this break, we're going to open up the phone lines to talk uh, uh, really what's on your mind. That's what at your service means. We are here at your service, 314-436-7900. I want to talk a little bit about the, the Rams litigation. We're also going to talk about the Supreme Court cases that were argued this week and even today. And through it all, we'd love to hear your input. Phone calls or text 314-436-7900 on At Your Service on KMOX. It's cool stuff. It truly is. But we have to remember that there's a bigger purpose and meaning behind a lot of this. And uh, Tim's been patient holding through the break. Hey, Tim, welcome to KMOX. Hey, we Tim, were just Tim. listening. Yeah. We were just listening to the gentleman talking about the rise of China's military. Mm-hmm. And I think that we as citizens, there's a lot we can do to help mitigate that with ever, without ever firing a shot. And for that's example. for you and I to do our best to avoid purchasing anything made in China, mm-hmm. particularly, well, particularly drugs or food. Well, yeah, but, you know, that, that's almost impossible. I, I, I mean, I take, like blood, I take high blood pressure medicine, and I think all of it now comes from China. Right. I, I don't know how you would take high blood pressure meds that, that's not made in China if every brand and, and every bit of it is made in China. Boy, in that kind of a situation, you don't really have a choice. Right. You, you have to look for it. There are, I don't know about your drug, but there are alternate drugs. Uh, there's some safety issues, too, about food and drugs that come from China. Oh, very large safety issues. But, very large. But, but if you, even if you talk about technology, Tim, uh, if you ever if you ever see anybody playing with a drone, you know, those little, you can buy them on Amazon for 80 bucks. And that's, they, they, that's they whip around. 
every single one of those is made in China. I don't think there's a single drone that's manufactured in the United States. That may well be the truth, but uh, they are taking, it's a good point, they're taking over so much of our manufacturing. And in doing so, we are enriching that country, Mm -hmm. and they're using a lot of that money to build a military that... uh, we're going to have to contend with pretty soon. Sooner, yeah, sooner than later. And uh, so, you know, I'm just saying we we should do whatever we can do to to stop sending money that way. Very good. And hey, Tim, I appreciate that's my point. Yep, and you've made it well. Thanks for sharing with us this evening. All right, thank, thank you. you. Have a good evening. Hey, welcome to Camel X. Oh, I think we lost that caller. That's okay. They'll call back. Uh, there, there is so much cool stuff that I wanted to get into with Tyler Rogaway that we didn't have time to to get into. But one of the things that I that I think is extremely interesting is something called the RQ one hundred and eighty. Now, you know, I don't want to dig too deep into this and make your eyes roll up into the back of your head. But the imagine if you ever seen what's called the B-2 stealth bomber. It's been around since the late 1980s. And if you've seen this thing fly, it's basically if Batman had a plane, this would be it. So you've seen it. It's There's no tail on it. It's a flat wing. It's a bomber. It's the, so We have actually the largest base of B-2 bombers uh, almost to Kansas City at Whiteman Air Force Base right here in Missouri. It looks like Batman's plane. Well, that's built by Northrop, Northrop Grumman. And, of course, they stopped making them a long, long time ago. But right now we have a fleet, uh, the military, the Air Force has a fleet of, last time I heard it reported, 10, 8 to 10 to 12 unmanned aircraft that are basically the same size as that B-2 bomber. And it's called the RQ-180. And, and there's been secret shots of them recently, and we're starting to get an idea about what that is. It's unmanned, and yet it flies at 70,000 feet. It flies at, at supersonic speeds, and it can do all kinds of things in terms of, of uh, uh, intelligence gathering and surveillance and reconnaissance. Now, I don't know if it's armed or not. We don't know. Probably not. But it's an amazing piece of technology and I just hope that we don't lose that tech race to China. And as as Tyler Rogaway was talking with the uh, orbital bomber system, they're ahead of us. And not in every area, but in many areas, we're playing catch up. And that's not a position uh, that we are accustomed to being in. And so uh, the, the goal right now of the military is to try to catch up. And if you listen to some of the progressives on Capitol Hill right now, certainly the Bernie Sanders and the Elizabeth Warrens and the uh, AOCs, they want to slash funding for our defense industry at a time when it's never been more crucial to build up our defense because it's only a matter of time before China wants to overtake Taiwan. It's only a matter of time before China will try to engage Japan. And something that we don't really realize, one of our closest allies is Australia. And already China is using uh, economic thuggery uh, to try to take advantage of Australia. That's why Australia wants to build nuclear submarines. That was a big flap that we got into with France a couple of weeks ago. 
because Australia wants to build nuclear submarines and, and France couldn't build them fast enough. So they canceled the contract with our assistance. And now they're going to be built by probably the Brits because they have to have defenses to protect against China. And in the midst of all of this, in the midst of all of this, progressives on Capitol Hill want to cut the funding. It's really, it's, it's unfortunate. But to me, one of the greatest prognosticators of all time has to be Tom Clancy. Have you ever read any Tom Clancy novels? I, I've either read or listened to almost, if not every single Tom Clancy novel. And ironically, I think his books kind of got better after he died, <laughs> which I know, I know it sounds funny. But the, the books became less about just the technology and more about uh, and more about the the international intrigue between countries. But as far back as the 1990s, maybe even the late 1980s, early 1990s, Tom Clancy wrote a book where the next world war started in the South China Sea. And at the time, nobody even knew where the South China Sea even was or why it was significant. That was in the early 90s. And now we're seeing that that is truly the flashpoint of military tensions of the globe are zeroed in and focused on the South China Sea. The other place that I'm zeroed in and focused on is court because uh, <laughs> the Rams have once again lost in court. So when we come back from this break, I want to talk about how the Rams of the NFL, like I said, like about 45 minutes ago, uh, they're losing more often than Terry McAuliffe. And so I'll break down exactly what happened, why it happened, and where I think this will go in terms of settlement or trial with regard to St. Louis v. Stan Kroenke. Brad Young at your service on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. I like talking about the Rams litigation. I tell you, it, because I've often said... I've often said that Stan Kroenke is to lying like Wisconsin is to cheese. And uh, we're we're seeing that played out right now in court. And I think, uh, again, I've been trying to keep track of this. I think this is the 10th appellate loss uh, for the Rams. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to think how many times I can use football analogies to say they've been sacked, they've been penalized. They've been pushed back to the goal line, uh, but at this point, they're almost been pushed out of the stadium in terms of their court losses. And the most recent one just happened yesterday. And uh, the Missouri's court, the Missouri Court of Appeals rejected this bid by the Rams to move the lawsuit out of St. Louis. And their argument, and their argument is easy to understand. Their argument was for the Rams, the NFL, and Kroenke that they cannot get a fair trial in St. Louis. Uh, They can't get it because of pretrial publicity, because so many of the local residents and the jury pool would be tainted against the Rams because of how they left, because of why they left, because of the manner in which they left, and the way that they've litigated this case, that they can't get a fair trial. People are going to be biased against them. And, And you can understand to some degree that that argument has some merit, okay? But there's two reasons why that argument fails. And the first, I'm going to give you an example, is a substantive reason, and the second one is going to be a procedural reason. In, in terms of the substantive reason, think about Derek Chauvin, 
or Derek Chauvin. Remember, he was the police officer who was convicted of killing George Floyd. He was tried in Minneapolis. I can't even imagine a situation where a criminal defendant could not get a fair trial that's more of the poster child for a change of venue than Derek Chauvin. I mean, there were even members of the jury who had, uh, uh, you know, they had Black Lives Matter shirts on, photographed wearing them before the trial. So that area, they could not get a fair trial. But the judge refused to change the venue because the judge said, if we just get enough jurors, we can find people who are not biased. And so it did. And uh, that's why that was not transferred, because at least in theory, they could find enough jurors. Now, I think they did a poor job of finding jurors and they should have kept searching. But that's the concept that they could find jury members who aren't biased. And you're going to find people here in St. Louis that don't give two hoots about football and they're going to be able to serve on the trial as a germ because the trial starts on January 10th. But the procedural reason has to do with rule 51 of the Missouri, of the uh, of the Supreme Court rules of civil procedure in Missouri. You have to file that change of venue at the beginning of the case, not a month and a half before trial. Why is that? Because if you didn't make a party file that immediately, you would have a situation exactly what you have with the Rams, where if you argue all these motions to a judge uh, and you lose every time, you start to think, I'm not going to win anything in front of this judge. I'll just throw a Hail Mary into the end zone and allege that it's uh, that we can't get a fair trial just to get a different judge. And the Missouri rules of civil procedure prevent that from happening. So what you're not seeing reported in the media today, except for right here on Camel X, is that there are rules in place to prevent what's called forum shopping, which is exactly what the Rams are trying to do. They're trying to get this to a different judge, get this to a different jury, because they've been losing for four and a half years. And so a month and a half before trial, hey, let's try to get a change of venue here. Why not? That's not how the court system works. So I'm glad they lost. And uh, and and we're going out here, Abby, at at, uh, at 54.50, right? 55.50. So we got another minute. Thank you. A little behind-the-scenes work there. But um, that's one of the reasons why the judge rejected their argument. Now, the question becomes, what's going to happen? And now that basically every procedural play in their playbook, has been tried and has failed. Folks, this case is going to settle. It truly is. We've seen published reports of of apparently Stan Kroenke has made a settlement offer of something in the neighborhood of $1 billion to St. Louis, and they've turned it down. I'm glad they did, because that number will only go up as we get closer to January 10th. Personally, I don't want another team. I would much rather see just a big, fat check. But we'll have to wait and see because I'm not the uh, plaintiff here. And we'll have to see what the city and the county and the Convention Centers Bureau wants to do with this case. Brad Young, at your service. We'll be back in just a few minutes. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.